0: What is up everybody? Welcome into the Tide Talk podcast as we are here with a early signing day special. A big day already for Alabama. They have several guys that have already you know faxed in their national letter of intent to the Crimson Tide. So big day for Alabama. We're going to be talking about all that. We're going to be talking about some of the guys that have uh, commitments coming up here over the next couple hours. So we're excited about that. Uh, Jake, I don't know about you, but this is kind of like an early Christmas present for us. Uh, how you feeling, buddy?
1: Man, I'm doing great. Uh, I took a couple of days off here uh, from work, uh, not because of this, but I had a couple of days left. But it just happened to be that I could take the day off and we was able to, to do something. So uh, I'm glad to be here. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited. Like you said, this is like an early Christmas, especially for Bama fans, because, you know, we usually rack up recruits on early signing day. So, uh, you know, it's it's just a it's the, the next guys up, you know, in the future for for the guy, you know, for the team. So, it's sad to see them uh, commit and then how they develop at Alabama.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Really excited about that. The chat is open, guys. So if, if you want to jump in there, that's, go right ahead. Uh, I'll just so get solid. I'll just get it started here. Um, Uh, we're excited that that you're joining us today so uh feel free to jump in there at any point in time and we'll do our best to kind of discuss what's going on but uh, we're excited to be here today to kind of give us give a live uh show during national signing day uh for the early signing period so like we mentioned we're excited to be here uh have a guy coming up here in just a couple minutes and an in-state kid curtis perry so uh, Mm -hmm. at 12 o'clock he should be making his announcement uh you know on CBS Sports HQ so we're excited to see what happens there uh right now it's really 50-50 on him uh between Alabama and Auburn so I don't really want to make a prediction because it really is a a flip of a coin if if I'm just being honest so uh, we're excited to see where that goes Uh, like we mentioned that's just going to be here uh, within the next few minutes so uh, we're excited about that um you know, some of the guys who have already faxed in uh, their, their letters, I, I guess they still fax them in. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know anymore. <laughs> we, 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 we may have moved past the old fax days. Of course, we remember some of the fax machine uh, oh. scan, scandals and picks yeah. that, that's been released in the past. But some of the guys that are already, you know, I guess on the team, you could say that have faxed in there. We're going to keep saying fax. I don't know if that's technically the way they do it still or not. But uh, uh, Jeremiah Alexander, the five-star edge defender, uh, from Alabama. Of course, the five star quarterback Ty Simpson's on board. Uh, he he announced yesterday that he's going to be an early enrollee and he's going to be practicing with the team uh, for the bowl season. So he'll be with the team as they prepare for Cincinnati and a playoff run there. Uh, Tyler Booker's on board. Sean Murphy, Jalil Skinner, Jamarian Miller, Amari Nablack, Traquan Fagans, uh, Elijah Brown, Isaiah Hastings, Dane Shore. So a bunch of really quality players have already got their. Uh, National Letter of intent sit in. So we're excited about all those players. And like we said, uh, uh, Curtis Perry will be announcing uh, here within the next few minutes, and uh, we're certainly excited about that. Uh, Big day. It really is a big day. You know, it's it's a life-changing decision that these young men are making. So uh, I guess the biggest story of the day has nothing to do with Alabama, but it's the fact that the top-ranked player in the country, Travis (laughs) Hunter, flipped his commitment from Florida State to Deion Sanders in Jackson state. What an incredible, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's groundbreaking, really. It, it, that's really the only way you can put it. It's uh, it's probably the start of something new uh, in college football.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, that's what makes early signing days so fun is you have some of these, uh, you know, flips that you don't see coming just like uh, Travis Hunter today, uh, you know, I I would never have thought the top recruit would go to Jackson State of all places. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's money what talks I, exactly. So now you got this new NIL deal, and that's what I was wondering how the NIL was going to, you know, how's how's it going to change recruiting for the future? And we're already seeing it a little bit this year,
0: right? Yeah, it's most definitely going to have a big impact. Yeah, uh, we're we're awaiting the announcement from Curtis Perry. Uh, Jake Curtis Perry is a really good player. Uh, the way I look at these kids, um, you know, cause I think the biggest pitch that Auburn would have over Alabama at this point in time with Perry is maybe early playing time. Yeah. But the way I look at that, Jake is, is at Alabama, you're going to play. If you can play, it don't matter what, what, what age you are, what class you're in. Uh, if you can play, you're going to see the field. So, uh, if if Curtis Perry is not able to play at Alabama, uh, then you know pretty early on, do we want him to sign with Alabama? Of course, I want to take him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, it's not getting Curtis Perry would would not be the end of the world. So, right. Uh, and like I mentioned before, this is really a coin flip. Uh, he's going to be announcing uh, here any moment uh, on CBS Sports HQ. So if if you if you're not watching that. Uh, we obviously want you to stay tuned into us because we'll be discussing that. But uh, you can you can also pull up CBS Sports HQ and, and watch his actual commitment. So uh, they'll be live streaming that uh, here momentarily. They're they're really kind of talking him up right now and talking about the prospects of, of Perry. And so uh, excited to see where he goes. Uh, excited for the young man. Obviously, whether he picks Alabama or not, what a great opportunity. You know, you th- you think about these young men. Not all of them come from, from the greatest upbringings or the greatest homes or, uh, you know, not all of them are, you know, as fortunate as, as a lot of people. And this is kind of their opportunity to to change the the future of their family. So, uh, just really excited for all these young men.
1: Absolutely. And you talked about the prospects of playing early, uh, you know, at Auburn. But, you know, as, as we Alabama fans have seen the last couple of years, especially when injuries happen, how guys <laughs> – you know, step up, you know, a couple of years ago we had Shane Lee and, and, uh, uh, Christian Harris, right. uh, step up and they're true freshmen. I mean, mm-hmm. cause we had so many injuries at linebacker, you know, this year we had Christopher Allen go down. We had drew a stand, you know, step up, but then he got injured. Dallas Turner emerged. So, right. I mean, injuries happen everywhere. So, you know, it, it, and Saban's going to put the best guys on the field. So if you if you show commitment, you buy into the process, as they say, and, and you just beat out your guy that's in front of you, Saban's going to play you. So, you know, that, that's another thing to consider, you know, yeah. if you're worried about playing time in Alabama. If you if you play lights out in, in spring, you, you buy into the process, and you beat your guy out in and, and fall camp, then you yeah. ought to play, and you're going to play ahead of that
0: guy. For sure. C-Bama says roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. Appreciate you watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, As we await uh, the commitment of Curtis Perry, um, uh, I think he's around the – you know, he's he's a top 100 prospect, so a really talented player, defensive lineman. uh, So excited about that. But a few other guys throughout this afternoon that will be making their announcements, Shaz Preston, Earl Little Jr., Jihad Campbell, uh, Anthony Lucas – Marvin Jones Jr., Anai White, Shamar James, uh, uh, guy. Let's see, Kendrick Law and uh, uh, Demonte Jackson are not going to be making their announcements until Friday, uh, and Ernest Green is not going to make his until January eighth. Is what is the latest on those? So we'll see what happens there. But like we mentioned, there's been several guys that have already, you know, sent in their uh, national letter of intent. So we're excited about all those players and we'll we'll talk a little bit about each one of them as as the show continues right now, like we mentioned, we're just awaiting the news of Anthony Lucas and, and kind of seeing where uh, he decides to go. Uh, And it looks like he's, he's getting ready to make that uh, selection right now. Uh, He's got five hats on the table, Alabama, central Florida, Auburn, Texas, and Clemson. So we'll just kind of see where he goes. Uh, He's, He's making his announcement now, so at any moment we're gonna know where uh, Anthony Lucas is gonna be heading for the next few years. So, uh, whoa,
1: just he picked Alabama.
0: All right, so I'm behind. So he's yeah. So he has picked Alabama. Great yep. pickup for the Tide. Big time. Uh, really excited to have uh, Curtis Perry on board uh, for this class of 2022. Uh, a lot of lot uh, Auburn met a late push, Jake. They were really. Mm-hmm. They were really zoned in on him. Tried to get that in-state prospect, but but Alabama did enough early to uh, to keep uh, or, or to hold on to, to Perry, who, who Alabama thought they were going to be able to get for, you know, most of the uh, most of the recruitment. So excited to have Perry on board. Uh, Perry is a guy who's really talented. Uh, he he can make. Uh, he's a he's an impact player along the defensive line, in my opinion. He's he's quick. Uh, maybe kind of in the mold of a Quentin Williams, if I'm just being honest, as far as the type of player he is uh, along the defensive line.
1: Yeah, he's he's a guy that I could see uh, making an immediate impact. You know, we got some guys going to be uh, leaving this year uh, for the draft, so you know that that's going to be uh, you know the defensive line is going to be a position where uh, there's going to be a lot of guys that can step up and have a chance to take over that role, and he could be one of those guys that could come in as a true freshman and play right off
0: the bat right and and more and the comparisons to quinn and williams come in is, is uh, williams if, if a lot of people remember he was really undersized when he got to alabama
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, only weighed about 260 or so and perry's in the same boat he's about 260 265 but just a very violent player along the defensive line i mean he's he's got strong hands he plays hard his motor is is always wide open so Uh, in a lot, a lot like Quentin Williams, who's just kind of relentless in his effort and uh will make a lot of plays and really just really heavy handed and really strong at the point of attack. So excited to have Perry. Uh, really good job of the staff being able to close him out and uh keep him or or get him into Tuscaloosa.
1: Absolutely, that's a that's a big pickup, and hopefully, uh you know we don't think we're going to end just on period today we got several others coming up and uh we like you mentioned the start of the show we've got several good players already and uh you know a lot of talent coming back in Uh we're going to be losing a lot but you know as we always say Alabama doesn't rebuild it reloads and that's what we're starting off on this on a on a right foot we're reloading with some new guys this year
0: that's right that's right just uh it's, it's amazing the way Saban has been able to just continue this dominance on the recruiting trail. And, and look, I've seen a lot of people complaining that, you know, we may miss out on a handful of guys and, you know, they may go to Texas A&M or Georgia. Look, I think a class should be remembered by who you signed, not by who you didn't sign. I mean, exactly. look, we, we didn't sign Trevor Lawrence, but that didn't keep us from winning championships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. so so what I'm saying is, is is don't get caught up in all this. Look, I'm as excited about signing day as anybody. I love recruiting as much as the next guy. But but Jake, th- these rankings and, and all this doesn't matter until you get them on campus and see what they're made of when you put them between them two white lines. Mm-hmm. So that's, right. that's that's when you find out what you have. Uh, the coaching staff does a great job of scouting these players and, and putting a premium on which players they want to go after the most. So, uh, I have all the confidence in the world because of the track record that Nick Saban has uh, in his past fifteen years at Alabama, uh, of him signing the right kids and then developing those kids into championship football players. So, uh, I, if we finish with the third class, third ranked class in the country, man, I, I'm not I'm not worried in the least.
1: No. You know, Nick Saban is a goat. We've already, you know, everybody's knows that it's well established. And uh, you know, I, I've always been the one that said Saban can take a team full of two and three stars and make them champions. That's just how he is. You know, uh, right? So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's Saban. I'm not. I'm not. Never going to doubt Saban.
0: Well, I mean, we saw what Doubting Saban did a couple weeks ago uh, in the SEC championship game. Look, Right. And, 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 you know, you're talking about splitting hairs between the top-ranked class and the third-ranked class anyway. Right, exactly. So, I, I just I – don't, I don't get the uh, – you know, there's a lot of album fans, if you look at message boards, that just want to jump off a cliff because, you know, we may not sign Marvin Jones Jr., for instance, or Shamar right. James, for instance
1: or Damon I mean, jackson who, who yeah
0: mean? i mean just just chill out guys chill out right <laughs> and and something else to keep in mind is the transfer portal is still going to be available
1: oh and there's a bunch of talent in that transfer portal right now yep i mean a bunch
0: well and to to your point about you you mentioned damon jackson who's, who's going to hold off until friday which which is you know all signs are pointing to usc but if, if it was 100% USC, why is he waiting until Friday? Exactly. I mean, I still think that there's a chance that Alabama is, ha, has, you know, made him think enough that he, it's a little harder decision than, you know, just, yeah, I'm going to USC because they, they held on to the defensive backs coach. So uh, I think that might be a little closer than what a lot of people think. I still think he picks USC. But like you mentioned, if, if he doesn't go to Alabama, uh, you know – Eli Ricks may be in the transfer portal, and, and uh-huh. if he doesn't follow his defensive bats coach from LSU to Florida, uh-huh. whose, whose name is slipping me right now, um, I think uh, Raymond's his last name. Yeah. Um, look, I'll Alabama could get him. Who who would yeah. you rather have tomorrow, Eli Ricks or Damani Jackson?
1: Right. Ricks is established, you know.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You
1: know. And, I mean, they, these guys are, are four- and five-star players, but <clears> – <throat> You know, not every four and five star player, you know, makes it in the in college football.
0: No doubt, you know, no doubt, they
1: they can fall flat on their face because they can't handle the the pressures. They can't handle, you know, juggling football with school, and you know, you have all that happen. So, you know, if you have an established guy like Ritz, you know, you I would take the the experience over the the big time recruit. You know, just in my my, you know, personal opinion
0: i'm with you 100 on that
1: so uh, let's but.
0: see here i'm trying to uh if you're watching guys just bear with us we'll be obviously looking at our phones and and, and other uh tablets and everything else trying to, to make sure we don't miss any updates or any breaking news uh type situations so uh just bear with us on that but uh i i'm excited about this class i know like i mentioned there's a lot of People on message boards that are just kind of Debbie Downers, I guess. Yeah, and are just never satisfied. It's probably the same people who thought the the world was coming to an end when Alabama lost to Texas A and M, and they played a little inconsistent throughout the year. It's probably the same those same fans, but uh, uh, nevertheless, I, I have all the confidence in the world. Like we mentioned, in Nick Saban. So, absolutely. Uh,
1: and and I, I just want to make this point real quick. Um, you may or may not agree agree with it, but you know. Even through our our tough times with with the the mites as we call it, yeah, we 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 may not been having great, you know, we had a couple good guys, you know, that we got we got as commits, but we were still, you know, even under my shield, we still won ten games one year. It's crazy. You know, it is, and I mean, I don't did he have a top ten class at when he was at Alabama?
0: Uh, not that I recall. Uh,
1: Exactly. So I mean, and Saban, he he's he's the name. He's going to get the big time guys. So just just calm down. You know, we talked about before Alabama's history, you know, their program history can sell itself. You mm-hmm. know, but having Saban there also helps big time. But when you had the mocks there, it that program history helped bring in some of those big time recruits that we had, like Andre Smith and and uh, D'Amico
0: Ryan's guys like that. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's start taking a look at some of these guys that have already, uh, you know, sent in their letter of intent to, to sign with Alabama. Uh, I think Elijah Pritchett got the day started for Alabama, the four-star mm-hmm. offensive tackle. Uh, just looking at Pritchett, Jake, uh, I think his body's not quite yet ready for, it, ready for SEC football. Uh, but he's a guy who's maybe when he's a redshirt uh, sophomore or a redshirt freshman even, kind of depending on who's ahead of him and, and all that, is a guy that I could see playing some tackle uh, for Alabama. I think he is he is a really good prospect, and, and all these guys are prospects, but uh, I think a lot of these guys are more projects, if you, if you right. get where I'm going, Like and, and especially offensive linemen. Offensive linemen, more than any position to me, it is – is a projection, you know, in, in a project. Because, uh, you know, we've talked about it before. When you're 6'6", 285, and 17 years old, you haven't obviously fully developed yet physically. Right. And so you're still learning how to maneuver uh, with, with that big of a body. So uh, I think that Pritchett is a project, but I'm really glad to have him on board because I think in two or three years he could be a really, really good offensive tackle.
1: Absolutely, and, and I was uh, happy to get Dane Shore as well. He looks like another guy who could, you know, step up and play his redshirt sophomore year as well. Uh, so he was a real big pickup. Uh, I, I'm really interested in
0: Yeah, and, and Booker is keeping it on the offensive line. Booker is another guy, uh, maybe a guy that maybe started out at guard for Alabama but may eventually could possibly move to tackle. And, and a lot of that depends on his development and then the development of other players around him on the roster, you know, in the kind of in the same position. We got to remember we still have J.C. Latham, oh, yeah. uh, the Brock or brothers brothers. Uh, and, and coming back next year, we'll still have, you know, Seth McLaughlin at center. Darren Dalcourt's only a junior. Uh, so, uh, and J- Javion Cohen's uh, just a sophomore. So there's still a lot of young players there uh, in the offensive line room. So I'm excited about the guys we have because. You know, they're, they're not guys that are probably going to come in and expect to play right away. Uh, so they can develop, get better, uh, get their bodies into better shape and, and become really good football players. And, and like we said, in two or three years, be solid SEC football offensive linemen.
1: Absolutely. Uh, good offensive line class coming in and uh, excited to see them grow, like you said, and uh, and see what they, they become in the next couple of years. Uh <laughs> you know, so we, like you said, we got a lot of young talent still in the offensive line, which is great. And, uh, man, man, it's, uh, you know, if you're an offensive lineman at Alabama, you know, right now you, you gotta be looking over your shoulder. Cause like you said, there's a lot of talent coming in. There's already a lot of talent there. So, you know, you know, you gotta play 110% every play. Are you going to, you're going to drop, you know, on the depth chart. So, you know, it's just that competition competition, as I call it. So, you know, that makes everybody play better than what than what they need to. So, I, I love that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, let's look at uh, some of these other players, Jake. Uh, mm-hmm. let, let's start with, with a guy who I think is maybe one of the most underrated players in this class, especially athletically. That's Jake Pope, the safety from Buford, Georgia. Yeah. Jake, I love watching that kid play. I love watching that kid play. He loves football. You can he tell he, that, that, that football is – is, is what he loves. And uh, I'm excited to have this guy on board. I know he's not the highest rated guy and, but I think he's uh, underrated athletically. I think he's a lot better than what people think.
1: Yeah. He looks like he's uh, he, he could be a big time player in a couple of years for Alabama on that defensive back side. And, um, you know, like I said, he loves football. He, I watched some film on him. He looks like he's a ball hawk. He knows what the ball is at all the time. So, you know, and, he uh, we always talk about the heat sticking missiles. He could be the next guy, to be a heat sticking missile for us that can find the ball where it's at and, and and make a big play. So I'm excited to see him get him on campus and watch him grow.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and another guy uh there in the defensive backfield that's already, you know, sent in his letter is uh in state kid Traquan Fagans. Uh another kid, long, athletic, uh a couple years ago, didn't post the best 40 time in the four seven range, which isn't the fastest for a, uh, for a, uh, defensive back. But Jack, I think he plays faster than that. I think his game speed is better than that. So, uh, I really like this kid because of his upside. I think he has tremendous upside, uh, with that great length and athleticism.
1: Yeah. He's, he's going to be another one to watch. Um, he, like I said, he, he does play a little bit faster on the field. His, uh, his awareness is really great, and uh, I, I believe uh, he's he's going to make an impact when he get when his time is called. So uh, be be looking for him in a couple of years, uh, and uh, and he's going to be he's going to be a really good when I do believe.
0: Uh, let's look here. Remaining, let's just stick with the defensive side of the ball uh, while we're there. A defensive lineman that's already uh, sending his letter of is Isaiah Hastings. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a Canadian, I believe. Um, originally. Um, so, uh, we, we've been going there for, uh, of course, Mechie's, Mechie's from all over the world, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but of course, basketball, they, they had, they've, they've had some success with some Canadian players. So, uh, now the football team looks to be going, uh, yeah. that way. Um, but he's, he's, uh, he's a really good player. Uh, another project, uh, so, so to speak. So, uh, I just I like this class, Jake, because there's so many. If you think about this team right now for Alabama, there's a lot of young guys that are going to be back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and you know, and, and like our two best players are going to be back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then yeah. maybe some positions that you're looking at is maybe trying to replace Jamison Williams. Uh, maybe John Mechie goes. Uh, but but the class we brought in last year is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you know, we still have Treshawn Holden, Ja'Cory Brooks, JoJo Earl, uh, Ajay Hall, if he keep, if he can, you know, keep his act together. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of talent there. And and then you look at this class that they're going to bring in, uh, this group. They're all kind of smaller guys, you know, 5'10", 180, uh-huh. but super athletic. My favorite of the bunch is Kobe Prentice, Jake. I think yeah. he – is one of the most electrifying players in this class, and I'm super excited about him. An in-state kid uh, who really shot up the rankings uh, thanks to his great senior season. So he is a guy that I'm excited about. But if you look, like we mentioned, there's a few guys that are going to be back along the offensive line. Bryce Young is back. We have plenty of experience coming back in the backfield, even with losing Brian Robinson. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, tight in situation is kind of up in the air, but we got three great tight end signees and Elijah Brown, Amari Nablack and Jaleel Skinner, all fantastic football players. Of course, Robbie Oots is a freshman who was playing some this year up until he got injured, and he will be out for the remainder of the season. But uh, a lot of talent at those positions. So I, I, I look at, at at this class, Jake, and I'm not seeing. You know, and maybe maybe I'm missing somebody just off the top of my head as we did this live, but I'm not seeing a position where we're like, yeah, we got to have a freshman come in and make an instant impact.
1: No, I don't say that either. I mean, you know, this is supposedly a down year for Alabama. I mean, we and uh, you know, because we're we're so young, right and, right? and so next year is when we're going to be making make supposed to be making our push, but we're doing it this year as well with the emergence of Will Anderson and Bryce Young, of course. But there's a lot of young talent at at key positions, as you said. And a lot of them stepped up this year. Like, Judge Earl has stepped up before he got injured. Uh, Dallas Turner, uh, Mm -hmm. even Drew Sanders. I mean, there's guys, uh, Kool-Aid, McKinstry, he he stepped up when he got called. So, um, you know, there's a lot of young talent, you know, still on the roster. But there's a lot coming in. And it's, you know, it's great to see. You know, it, it, this team, like we said, don't don't rebuild. It reloads, and and you know, there's a lot of players that want to make an <clears> immediate <throat> impact, and they're going to get the opportunity. So that's what you got to have is an opportunity.
0: Yeah, let's let's while we're kind of on this subject about how young the team is and how this was kind of supposed to be a rebuilding year, and mm-hmm. you know, here we are back in the playoff. Let's yeah. just start defensively, Jake. Along the defensive line, uh, you know, we'll lose uh Fiderian Mathis, right? At LeBron Ray. Um, I mean, that's
1: Byron Young's a junior,
0: ain't he? Byron Young's a junior, yeah. Justin and Boyd's is boy a junior, a junior. Mm-hmm. Tim Smith is a sophomore, Jamil Burrows yeah. is a sophomore. Yeah, um, so there's, there's really one or two guys that are just big time. You know, and Mathis is really the only impact player along the defensive line that that we're going to lose. Right. Uh, Then you look at linebacker, Jake, uh, on the edge, Dallas Turner's back. Yep. Drew Sanders is back. Of course, Will Anderson is back. Chris Braswell is back. Yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) Keanu Coat, who's a freshman this year who hasn't played, who's got a great future, will obviously be back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you go to the inside, probably up in the air on your inside linebackers. Uh, but but I would say if if one or both of those goes go, Jalen Moody, even though he's a senior, has the opportunity to come back because of, of the COVID year. Right. So he could be back. Uh mm-hmm. so inside linebacker is one of those positions, but we ha- we have our guy there uh as far as true freshmen go, uh, or as far as this twenty twenty two class go, and, and Sean Murphy, Jake, who is right. an elite football player. But you yeah. gotta remember Deontay Lawson. Mm-hmm great football player i think he's he is the next all-american linebacker for alabama on the inside yeah Uh, we still have shane lee on campus jake we still have demoy kennedy so there's guys there that that you know are going to be able to pick up pick up the pieces if both henry toletoe and christian harris move on to the nfl then you go to the back end of the defense uh i i I think worst case scenario we lose jordan battle josh job and uh uh jalen armor davis I think that's worst-case yeah. scenario. And, yeah. and it would surprise me if all three are gone. I think Job needs to go. I think he is what he is. He's probably going to be a day too big pick just because of his athleticism. And I mean, he's 6'1", 190. He's probably going to run a 4'4". He plays the run really physical. Sure, he, he doesn't play the ball great, but Jake NFL teams are going to fall in love with how he tests at the combine. Yeah. So, I think – He's going to be a day-two pick. Jalen Armour Davis was a shutdown corner for Alabama this year who did not receive any love. He could be a day-two pick as well. Mm-hmm. Jordan Battle has has climbed up the drive boards yeah. this season, especially over over how he played the last six games of the year, Jake. Uh, he's as good as a safety as, as there is in college football. Um, so I expect him to be he, – he, he could sneak his way. Depending on how he tests, he could sneak his way into the first round because yeah. – uh, I seen a, a interview with him and Henry Toa Toa side by side. Jake, he makes Henry Toa Toa look small, and they list Toa Toa at six foot two twenty five. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how big Jordan Battle is. They list him at like six one two ten. He looks every bit of six two or six three, yeah. and maybe about two twenty five because that dude is solid. Uh, depending on what he runs in the forty yard dash, he could be a day one pick, but he's a day two pick at worst. So I think all three of those guys are gone. And you're yeah. like, oh, God, what are we going to do? Well, Kool-Aid has played. Yep. Kyrie Jackson is probably going to play this this throughout the playoff. Mm-hmm. We still have Malachi Moore in the back end, uh, Brian Branch, Branch. Mm-hmm. Um, DeMarco Helms will be back. Uh, we have guys like uh, Terry Arnold, who's a true freshman five-star, who, who hasn't played much this, this year simply because we haven't needed him. Mm-hmm. And he's also been working at safety and corner. So he's learning – Multiple positions for this album of defense, but he's he is an elite talent who 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 uh, I think most Alabama fans are going to be really excited about once he starts to see the field.
1: Is Daniel Ryder Jr. Is he a senior?
0: He's he's a twelfth year senior. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just want to say I, I didn't know if he'd be back, but uh but I mean he has played a lot better here in the last couple of games, so you know he may be a sixth seventh round pick. So uh, you know. It seems like you know our secondary coming in the year is probably our we thought would be our strong point this coming up year. There's still a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. It may be the weak point, and not weak, weak, but it is, you know, it's gonna be a lot of new new faces well, here. We yeah.
0: we talk about this all the time. How uh and I see that Bama Fanatic has put in the chat roll tide, roll, roll tide. yeah, roll tide, buddy. Appreciate you watching. Uh we talk about weak points in, in on the team, and, and it's not from lack of talent. Right. Uh, especially in the back end of the defense. Jack, when the back end of the defense communicates well. Oh, man. They are really good. They really are. Really good.
1: I we mean, saw, so, we've seen that.
0: Yeah, we've seen it off and on all year long. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I really like the makeup of this team. And uh, I think I think we just got to keep in mind that, that these are still 17, 18-year-old kids making these decisions. Right. The transfer, transfer portal is going to be wide open. Yeah. But but you're not going to hear anything from the transfer portal until the signing day is over, because right. you know you don't want to. Let's just use uh, Earl Little Jr. for example. I think he's going to be pretty. I think he, he he announces today at three o'clock. I'm pretty confident it's going to be Alabama. But yeah. you don't want to say uh, you know Eli Ricks announces today on Twitter that he's going to come to Alabama. That that's going to make our little thing our little junior think. God, when am I going to get to play? They yep. already got Kool-Aid, Kyrie, Terran Arnold. Mm-hmm. When am I going to get to play? Now they're adding Eli Ricks. That's going to be a starter. When am I going to get to play? So you don't want to make those type, type of announcements until, until after signing day, uh, right. if you think about it, you know, common sense-wise.
1: And, you know, I sent a lot of people um, on, on Twitter talking about, you know, talking about the coaches who are going after these guys, you know, and there was one rumor that, i forgot who it was that told rich you know we're not interested in you but like you just said i mean we're interested in him, but you know you you don't make you don't tell you know make him commit to alabama until after sunday like you said so you might be able to grab like earl literal uh junior and maybe guys like that you don't want to push them away so after like you said after signing day You'll see the transfer portal start getting picked up and picked out of a little bit yeah. more than what what it is here lately. I know half of Oklahoma's team's still in there, I think. So, you know, there's a lot of talent on the Oklahoma uh, side that uh, that is gone. So, there's still a lot of talent in that transfer portal.
0: Yeah. Um, look, just looking at some of these announcements coming up today. Uh, I think some of the ones that Alabama fans will be most excited about is, is Shaz Preston, mm-hmm. Earl Little Jr., uh, Jihad Campbell is a guy to watch. Um, Shamar James, uh, he's an in-state kid. Announces at five today, but I, I'll just be honest with you, it feels like Georgia right now. Um, yeah. So, just kind of wait and see on that. I mean, it ain't over until that ink's dry. So.
1: I sure. And, you know, we have seen in the past where they they do these national events and the national letter of intent never gets sent in. And a week later, they change their commitment and sign a, sign a letter of intent to a different school. So, yep. you know, it, I mean, anything, anything can happen. I mean, you may have somebody commit to a team and then a week later they say, no, nah, I, never, I never sent my letter of intent in and signed to a different school. You know this like i said this is what makes national signing day so fun
0: yeah and then there's another signing day in february so right there's plenty of time for you know if they don't send in that letter of intent letter of intent there's plenty of time to, to sway your recruit so right just keep that in mind today as well
1: and i want to get your uh your opinion because you'll <clears throat> you'll know you know more about it and and i want to learn more about it and uh get your thoughts on it but if you look at 247 or rivals or whatever, you know, you have Alabama is like two, three, just depending on, on which website you look at. But the the commitment average, I guess they call it. Alabama's
0: mm-hmm.
1: leading that, I think, by at least two points. It may have jumped up a little bit since we got Perry. But, you know, my, my question is, if the if the overall commitment is higher, then why isn't Alabama at that top spot? Uh, how do they they go about ranking? That and the averages. What what does that mean?
0: Well, I think I think that? each each of those uh, publications do it a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, but it's there's a there's a total uh, obviously a total r- ranking thing that they like the two force What I like to look at and on three is is doing this as well. It's like a composite rankings of all the different services recruiting services. Okay. And so that's what I like to look at because it kind of gives you the best average. Uh, but there's also a total points uh that gets added up for you know so so like you mentioned like right now uh alabama's uh average rating is 0.9494 which is you know extremely high last year which uh was the top class finished at 9499 so they're right there on par with with the average from from last year so uh just looking at some of these these guys that have you know, I, I got to watch today. We talked about off the air. Uh Jaheim Otis, the, yeah. the massive, massive yeah. defensive line prospect from Mississippi, you know, 6'4, 6'5, you know, 360 to 380, depending on yeah. what time of day it is. Wow. Uh, but a really athletically gifted player, Jake. I hope Alabama can hold on to him. Ole yeah. Miss is making a massive, massive late push. So gonna be anxious to see how that that plays out here.
1: And, and I saw, talking about uh, Otis, uh, I've seen people compare him to Terrence Cody, but the difference to me is Otis, like you said, is more athletic. I mean, I watched film on him. That dude can, can, I mean, the snap of the ball, he's already in the backfield. I mean, he, he has a quick first step. And with a guy that with that size, you, I mean, he, he's ungodly. It's crazy on, on how gifted he is. So I hope Alabama can hang on to him. And, uh, it, you know, I, like you said, Ole Miss, I've been saying they've been making a late push. I think he was on their campus the last weekend or the weekend before. But he also has been to Alabama here lately. So, I'm hoping our guys can hold on to him because he'd be another big pick. does he announce? I didn't see it. His announcement um, time. I'm
0: not sure. I will, uh, I will start to look here.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it uh, earlier. I wasn't sure when he was planning.
0: We'll look at that here, see yeah. if I can bring it up.
1: I'm, I keep refreshing everything just to make sure there's nothing that's been.
0: I don't see a time, Jake. Um, uh-huh. But he is signing today with somebody.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't see a time either. But, um, you know, the the I think the next one for Bama is, is that potentially is Shash Preston at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we got, like you said, we have a few others uh, later on in the day. Don't know if we'll be there, be here by that time. That'd be like a four or five hour show. I think we'll both get dry mouth before that, you know, before we can go a four or five hour show. But, um, you know, it, the, any of these guys, like we said, has a potential to step up and make an impact early on just because, you know, like you said, injuries happen and and you can't you can't keep injuries from happening so you know it you you got to take that into consideration when when you're you know when you're signing
0: hey (laughs) travis hunters nil deal with barstool sports is to be worth 1.5 million dollars
1: good night daggum i figured there had to be some money somewhere because i didn't think jackson state had that kind of money to pull him that's insane they talking about you know how Bryce Young had a million dollar NIL deal before he stepped on the field. Well, Travis Hunter's got one point five million before he steps on the field. Yep, that's crazy.
0: Uh, Jake, I know you've had a chance to watch some of these uh, prospects. Mm. Um, who would you say you're, you're kind of most excited about um, that that's 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 you know probably coming to Alabama in this class?
1: I'll give you a couple. Um, uh, the first one uh, we talked about, Kobe Prentice, we already talked about him. But, I mean, that dude is he, – he, to me, he could be the next, you know, Devontae Smith uh, top player for us. I mean, he's he has that kind of talent. And he is quick off the ball. He's got speed. Uh and, and you know that that's uh that's great. When you know, you can't coach speed. If if a guy's gifted with it, then you're then you're gonna be solid. Uh, another guy, uh tied in, uh Elijah Brown, he looks really, really good. I've seen a little bit of him. Uh he he's a big guy. And and from the film I saw, if the ball is thrown near him, he's gonna catch it. He's got really good hands and uh, you know, we have really talented uh tight ends there now, but you know issues have been drops for this team this year at tight end. Uh so he could he could come in and if if his name is called he's gonna make a big play I believe. And the hey, yeah sorry ahead.
0: to cut you off. Otis is actually already sending his his uh is what I'm it's what I'm reading here that he the is already sending yeah.
1: Nice. That's huge to keep him to keep you know like I said, old Miss made it made a strong push there at the end.
0: This is according to, to Touchdown Alabama magazine. So
1: Okay. Um if they
0: if, if somebody's telling a lie, it's them, not me.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Uh talking about defense, a guy that, that we also talked about, but uh Sean Murphy, man, uh, you talk about I mean, that kid is everywhere. talking about being a ball hawk. He was everywhere in the film that I saw and he has another burst of, of speed uh you know off the snap. And uh, God man, he's he, he looks like he's gonna be a, a great linebacker for us uh in a couple of years. So there, there's a lot of lot of great talent, like we said. We keep saying it, but I mean, what else can you say? There's a lot of great talent coming in. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all you can say. And uh if these guys work out, they're gonna get on the field.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure.
1: Boy, keeping notice is huge. I think if it's yeah,
0: for those in the chat, um, let us know if if you've seen a a. uh, Let's
1: see. I mean. Two four seven sports still still has him committed to Alabama. I don't see anything about about signing a LOI. That's so.
0: that's what that's what's weird to me. I'm I'm yeah. TDA is the is the only one that I'm seeing that's reported that right.
1: And and, and within the last about four months, he's been actually the last about five or six months. He's been on on campus at Ole Miss three times so yeah. you know so he uh you know they was making a late push for him so if we was able to to snack him uh they they said that um uh, he had 68 tackles 18 tackles for loss and four sats in 2020. um and and, and i agree with this that he needs to keep his body weight and conditioning check going forward which i believe mm-hmm. he he could handle you know especially at alabama and, and that that program that they have with with matt rea and uh um, would believe so. Yeah, this is. Hmm. Well, I hope the guys that touched Touchdown Bill is correct. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anybody in the chat, if y'all have seen a confirmation either way on yeah. Otis, uh, just don't hesitate to put that in there. Like, I mean, the chat is open for any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you know, we just wanted to do this signing day special to kind of – Talk about all these prospects, and uh, we're just excited about this class. And it's just—it's a lot of fun to talk about Alabama football.
1: Yeah, and it says—I see where you saw that at. It said that he signed it uh, last night, or
0: yeah, that's yeah,
1: or uh, yeah, no, well, it says Wednesday. Four, Wednesday It said
0: four hours ago is what it said. Yeah. About. But,
1: but I figured that would have been, you know, that would have been breaking news. I mean, he what was he? was it a four or five star guy. He's a four star. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. That's just kind of weird that it went under the radar. It, it
0: hasn't. It hasn't been announced by Alabama yet. But no. You know, I don't know how many they've received. So.
1: Right. Let me get on Twitter and and check.
0: Well, I just looked at there. He hasn't been announced there yet. Okay. But they okay. but they haven't announced all of them.
1: Okay. Yeah, there's so many coming in that it's kind of hard to get them all one time. Uh, and, and we wanna we want to make a comment a guy who uh, who was committed to us, uh, I believe, uh, has decommitted and has committed flipped to Auburn. That's uh, Robert. Uh, Woodyard, is, is that correct,
0: Stacey? Yeah, yeah, Robert Woodyard. Yeah. That 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 was no surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Albama's staff kind of uh, slowed down on his recruiting process. He was injured this past season, so Albama kind of slowed down. I think they felt good with who they had in Sean Murphy, uh, and maybe you know, working on a couple other guys or are excited about the players they already have on campus, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, Deontay Lawson and Jackson, uh, Des Moy Kennedy so i think the staff kind of you know held the reins a little bit on him and uh he flipped auburn which was no surprise
1: yeah i'm okay with, with that i mean like i said it uh, we got sean murph coming in we, we're loaded there at, at linebacker anyway um and, and we may have set our sights on a few other different guys uh especially with the uh, woodyard having it looks like he's got some kind of injury bug so you know we, we don't need any guys coming in that's injury bug related because we've had plenty of injuries the last couple of years on our staff that ain't key positions, but we have the guy step up behind them. So, yeah. Just um, a notable name uh, coming up uh, here at one. I don't think it's any ties related to Alabama is, was a that, Nalik Nali Kelly? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a four-star uh, defense lineman. Um, Derek Moore is is coming up, and then at, then at two, like we said, we have Shaz Preston, who would probably be the next Alabama guy to go.
0: Yeah, and we're going to do our best to hold on to, until that announcement. Yeah. That would that'd put us going live for about two hours. I don't. I'm not sure how much longer I could go past that. I haven't even had lunch yet yeah i didn't either <laughs> so
1: um yeah i was us, i was thinking that
0: boy's got to eat too
1: yeah i was like i want to eat um before i got on, but then i'd be like yeah you know i was afraid i might have food all of my mustache and all that <laughs> and I was like, right, we we'll be picking it out but, but yeah we um you know we, we just wanted to come come live uh today for early signing day period and um you know, a lot that it, if it could have worked out, uh, you know, schedules and stuff, we, we would have been on earlier for for all the early signings. Alabama uh, didn't uh, Emmanuel Henderson didn't he also sign his letter of intent as well? Yeah, there, yeah,
0: there's 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 a let's see, let me get back to my list here.
1: And while while you're pulling that up. Um, you know, you're talking about you know next year's squad. Talking about the running back room. I mean, we have Roy Dale and McClellan coming back. Trey Sanders will be back, and and uh Kamara Wheaton hadn't even seen the field because of his injury. Now you're bringing in Emmanuel Henderson. I mean, my gracious, got, you
0: got two commitments, right? yeah. and they they've they both signed already. Emmanuel Henderson, who mm-hmm. is you know, depending on who you look at, either the top or second ranked back in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you look at a. a Jamarian Miller, yeah, uh, from Texas, I believe he's a maybe the fifth, sixth, or seventh ranked back in the country. So two solid guys there, and then another guy, like I mentioned, from the transfer portal, Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech. Yes, he was a second team all AP All American as an all-purpose player. I want to say he had around seven hundred yards rushing for Georgia this, for Georgia Tech this past season, and around five hundred yards receiving. So a guy that can play. You know, in space and, and make plays in different ways. He's a guy who I, I'm being told will, will transfer to Alabama.
1: Yeah that that was uh, that'd be a big pickup. Uh, do you foresee any of these guys making the position change since they're so loaded at you know several you know different positions?
0: Not not really because uh, now I'll say this: Emmanuel Henderson. He's he's got that athleticism in that frame to be like a safety or defensive back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that could be an option, but he's also a playmaker with the ball in his hands. So right. I think to just kind of wait and see there. But, but I mean, we've seen what a lack of depth that running back can mean for your team just this season. I mean, you never oh, know yeah. how many guys you're going to have injured. So yeah. uh, I, I don't foresee it. Uh, maybe Henderson gets that opportunity. We'll just kind of have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, you know, Alabama has been – riddle with injury at the running back position so you know even before the season started with uh, with wheaton so you know yep. we would have probably seen him uh this year you know with the injuries uh but uh you know looking forward to next year you do you think uh trey sanders will probably be the number one back or you think mcclellan or roydell will be i think all three would probably see a lot of action and then one of the other guys may step up as well to see some
0: it, it's really tough to, to, tough to say, Jake, because they all kind of bring something a little different to the table.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, and, and the truth is we've yet to see Trey Sanders yeah. at 100%. So um, I'm anxious to see that. I think I think this time off between the ACC championship game and the playoff is going to be huge for Trey Sanders. So I think in the playoff we could see him be a, a, a different top player than what we've seen this season. He's been really solid all year long, but I think he could be a difference maker for this team in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, he's been playing about 80 85%, you know, yeah. healthy, it seems like. And and not only for him, but, you know, Brian Robinson, Jr., he's been getting the, the load this year, and he's been kind of banged up. Uh, and uh, But he's still pushing through it. So this time off, a lot of guys heal up that's been banged up, you know uh, – there there was some rumors about uh, Malachi Moore being banged up a little bit. So maybe we might see him come in uh in the in the playoff. Uh who knows? But you know, he he's been kind of missing an action here past couple games. Um but you know, uh this this off, you know, off time uh, you know, is it's great to, to get some guys healthy, a good time for Christmas, get to see your family and uh, enjoy some time with them. But you know, once once Chris is over with, it's back it's back to you know to, to working hard and getting ready for Cincinnati.
0: Yep. Um while we're kinda in a a, a lull here between announcements, uh Bryce Young did win the Heisman Trophy, Jake. Um, Absolutely. What a an amazing accomplishment. I mean, just just crazy uh just first album quarterback ever four heisman winners in the last what 12 years or so from three different positions just it's insane man uh it, it's crazy what nick saban's been able to accomplish and you know what a way for album to be represented i mean bryce young is just a a, a phenomenal human being you, you can tell that dude is a a, a genuinely a good dude so yeah, really, really happy for him. Well deserved, most deserving player in the country to win the award, outside of Will Anderson. So, uh, how Aiden Hutchinson was there as a finalist over Will Anderson <laughs> is the biggest joke of all time. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, thats kind of a, a rant for another day.
1: Well, hey, you brought it up, so I'm gonna bring it, I'm gonna bring this up. You had Jordan Davis win the defense play of the year, and you had Aiden Hutchinson up as a Heisman finalist. But Will Anderson was up for – didn't win either or, and he had better stats than both of them guys so, by far. So it's just kind of, kind of weird how how that played out. But going back to Bryce, you know, you're talking about a guy – you were talking about Jay Pope earlier who loves football. Bryce Young loves football. And, he and you know, I, I still go back to the fourth and seven play, you know, with like 40 seconds left in the Auburn game. He just grinned and, and he smiled, and and he knew that he's like, well, I'm fixing to have Billingsley open the, in the middle, and he's gonna catch and get a first down, and the rest is history. I mean, he he's just a smart kid, and and he his development has gotten a lot better as the season's going on. You know, the first like four games, he didn't use his legs whatsoever. He wanted to just throw the ball downfield. Now he's using his legs a whole lot more, and yeah. I mean, he's. He, when once he gets in an open space, I mean, this is little – this little flits out to a running back. You know, he's done it with Leary, uh, and he's also done it, you know, Brian Robinson. I mean, it's just amazing how he has to know it all, to know that somebody's out there, and he just pitches out to him real quick when he's got a, somebody coming after him. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh,
0: another guy, Jake, uh, going back to the recruiting front that uh, – that is kind of a weird situation, but I think could be some good news for Alabama is uh is defensive back Denver Harris. He's he's a five-star cornerback. Um, Alabama led for him f- forever, up until a couple weeks ago when they kind of relaxed on, on his recruitment because they started going after Damani Jackson more. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about harris is that he's not making a decision until february i believe yeah so if alabama can get back on track with him yeah uh that would be fantastic news for this class
1: absolutely um a lot a lot of people is worried about the, the the defensive back class especially at corners uh because you know we really only got one commit right now but you know, there's still a chance we can, we can get Harris. There's still a chance, you know, we're in there for Demonte Jackson, but again, say, say was in control of everything. I, uh, you know, and, and if he wants these guys, I'm sure he's going to be able to pull whoever he wants to yeah. come down. And,
0: and, and don't forget, uh, we're most likely going to sign Earl little junior here in right. a couple hours when he, when he signs at 3.00 PM. So, uh, I think, uh, and when we say times, we're talking Central, so that's that's three PM Central or four Eastern. So, uh, I, I'm excited about
1: that. Absolutely, it's. Uh,
0: right, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Uh, go ahead. Who is a guy that that we don't feel like we're going to sign? That you wish that we would sign? Mm,
1: there's a lot of lot of guys out there. Um, you know. One would one, one would be uh, would be Jackson because I've seen some film on him. He looks he looks really really good. Yeah, he's a, he's elite. He's elite. He is. Uh, but if we miss on him, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. But he is somebody, especially you know, that, that had the potential that could have the potential to be like Kool-Aid, come in and make an impact early on. Uh, but. You know, I'm happy with the class we got so far, and we still got several guys out there that we could sign. Um, Marvin John Jr. might be another one that we might lose to Georgia. You know, he looks like he could be the next Will Anderson to me if he's in Alabama system. So, you know, Will Will is going to be gone, you know, next year. So we're going to find somebody to, to step up. And uh he, he fit the bill to me, but you know, there's still a chance we still get him. So who knows? There's still a lot to be played out. No, so yeah, what about, what uh, about you? I,
0: I, I think it, it and and it, it hasn't been announced yet, but the feeling as of late for Shamar James is is Georgia. I really like Shamar James, I yeah. really do. I hope. That uh, that Alabama can pull a miracle off here and, and sign Shamar, uh, but I think he's he's a guy who in a couple of years could be a great inside linebacker.
1: Yeah, he's another good <laughs> one. Um, and
0: and you and, talked about Marvin's Jones, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. Jihad Campbell, same position. Yeah, uh, eerily similar players, but mm. uh. It's it's really up in the air with jihad too. There's there's a few schools that he could pick.
1: You're right. So there's a chance we you know we could lose both, there's a chance we could get both. So, you know, um a lot to be played out by the end of the day. Um, you know, nothing is is set in stone about uh Jaheim Otis. You know, there there is that that one article saying that he has signed his letter of intent. But if something does happen and, and that's that comes out not to be true and, and he does commit to Ole Miss. That's a, that's another guy I'd hate to lose because I mean, I mean that that kid he, he's gonna be tough to block if he ain't on your team in you know in the next four years. You ain't kidding. <laughs> I mean,
0: um,
1: and, and on on, on uh, Otis uh on one of his uh films, they were double teaming him, and he still he still snuck snuck through the double team. So, and I know these high school kids are not you know. Uh, some of them are five-star talented, uh, uh, you know, tackles and guards and stuff. I don't know exactly the the teams that he was playing at. They had any, but but still, being able to get through a double team is huge.
0: Yep. Uh, we haven't talked about uh, our quarterback commitment, Ty Simpson. Ty yeah. Simpson, Simpson yet. Um, what I like most about him, Jake, is he's a football guy. I mean, he's kind of yeah. like uh, Mac Jones in that part, that aspect of his game. You know, his dad's a college coach, uh, so he's been around football his whole life. He understands the game of football. Yeah, uh, he's not the biggest guy, maybe six one, six two, but a guy that knows how to play football, and you know that that football is going to be his priority when he gets there.
1: Absolutely, you and you talking about his size. You know, Bryce Young is is kind of small in stature, and look what he's done. He's already won a Heisman. So, you know, talking about about quarterback or talking about room, the quarterback room is kind of getting full now uh, as well because you're still going to have Bryce next year, and then it's open competition. I mean, we we both love Jalen Milro, but you know, he he could be be the next guy in line, but Todd Sension is going to give give him fits, you know. Well here's the
0: thing Sorry. Jake I, I I the way I feel about it I think Simpson's a guy who's gonna gonna wait around like Mac Jones and I do too and, and maybe not get his shot until he is a red shirt sophomore or red shirt red shirt junior yeah and and I think he can be dangerous come 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 that time because he he's he is athletic mm-hmm. he's accurate with the football he has a better arm than what people think it's mm-hmm. it's very it's eerily similar to Mac Jones. But he yep. obviously is a high, more highly uh, rated recruit than what Mac was. So mm-hmm. uh, I think what's great, you talked about the quarterback room, have Bryce for another year. So he gets to sit an entire season
1: mm-hmm.
0: behind Bryce Young, learn from the Heisman Trophy winner, uh, learn from a guy who led his team to the playoff and will most likely lead his team to another playoff berth next year, you know, unless something crazy happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like you mentioned, we have a guy like Jalen Murro who has got to play some this year. Uh, Milro will be a sophomore next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Milro won't, he'll be a true junior by the time he gets to start if he, yeah. if he beats out Ty Simpson. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: at, at most we're going to get two years of, of Jalen Milro as the starter at most.
1: Yeah, a- so, absolutely.
0: You know, who knows if Milro is elite that one junior season, he could be like Mac Jones and he's gone.
1: Right. And you know what? What was so great talking about Matt Jones? You know, he played his heart out that that one season he had, and, and it showed out. And and I know I think there's three quarterbacks that went ahead of him, but he is, and it, and it's a it's a it's a fit. It was a great fit to start out with Matt when the Matt going to New England because it's kind of run like an Alabama top team with Bill Belichick. But I mean, he is. He if he does not win the Rookie of the Year, him or Najee Harris, that, that's a travesty. You know, I think Mac's leading that right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do too. I mean, now, I'm going to say this about Mac, and and we talked about it, I believe, leading up to the draft, Jake. But there's one thing that Mac had over every one of those other prospects, even Trevor Lawrence. He is deadly accurate with the football, Jake, and that is <laughs> yeah. something you cannot coach. No. That's something that you really can't improve anybody on. Nope. You are either e- uh, a- accurate or not. Right. He is the most consistently accurate quarterback in that class.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: I, I, I know everybody falls in love with Trevor Lawrence because he's six six and can run fast and has a big-time arm. Everybody loves Trey Lance because he was just a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved Justin Fields because – you know, he's a big guy who can throw the football, who's athletic. But, Jake, what's the most important thing a quarterback can do?
1: Uh, throw the ball <laughs> accurately. It, I mean, yeah.
0: I, I've never understood all these guys, all these draft experts that get so excited about the other things that quarterbacks do, like run well, when the most important job that he's going to do in the NFL is throw accurate passes because the windows are this tight. Right. Right. So there was not a better, accurate, you know, a more accurate thrower in last year's class than than, than Mac Jones.
1: Absolutely, and he he was deadly accurate with his deep ball. His short pass was was is very accurate as well, and uh, you know, and and talking about accuracy, I'm gonna go back to Bryce Young. His accuracy has gotten a lot better deep ball wise as uh, as years gone on too. You know, he was kind of missing some guys uh, pre- pretty pretty bad beginning of the year, but now he's got it honed in. And, you know, he he's going to be a, you know, it, what's funny? We we talked about this before, but Alabama could have the number one pick and the number two pick in next year's yeah. draft. Yeah. I mean, and, and either one of them go either or. I mean, you could pick Matt first and pick Wilson first. That's just yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah.
0: Well, we keep saying next year's draft. It's really, well, really the draft in 2023. <laughs> right, yeah. Not not 2022. Right. But I think I think people watching understand what you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, we're less than an hour away from uh, yeah. Shaz Preston's decision, the the great wide receiver prospect from Louisiana. So excited to see how that plays out. Um, <clears throat> a lot to talk about still uh, here on our signing day special. Uh, so make sure that you are are, are still tuning in. Um, we're going to be live up until shaz uh, officially announces where he's going to be playing college football so so make sure you are tuned in for that um uh real quick if you're not subscribed to our channel already hit the subscribe button uh hit the notification bell give us a thumbs up jump in the chat uh it is open uh, we'll be be more than happy to talk with you there and interact with you there so uh, make sure you do jump in the chat. So, but real quick, uh, Jake and myself, we're going to take a quick timeout, uh, bathroom break time. We've been yeah. going for an over an hour. We're going to yep. take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: All right, guys, I am back. Appreciate
0: y'all hanging in there while we took a quick break. Um, as we wait on Jake, uh, just want to thank everybody that's been watching. Really appreciate that. Uh, hope you're subscribed to the channel already. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It really, it really helps us out when you do that. Um, uh, we've been on a brief uh, pause from the podcast platform because we are moving from the Believe Podcast Network, uh, going back on our own, but we're, we're going to be kind of working hand in hand with the you conference network. Uh, so we're, we're glad to be partnering with them on that, but, uh, we're still, we're going to be a, you know, an independent podcast again, uh, as we move away from believe, but, uh, so our podcast, uh, RSS feed has not been live for the last uh, couple of weeks. We hope to have that back, uh, maybe this week or next week. And, uh, as soon as we do, we'll let y'all know, but, uh, like we mentioned we just we've had a brief pause from the podcast form that's why you need to make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel so you don't miss any of the content that we that we have here at the tide talk podcast um so we hope to have the podcast back going or the podcast form back going uh here over the next week or two Pro- most likely by the beginning of the new year we'll be we'll be good to go there so uh we certainly appreciate that um and like I mentioned, if you haven't already, make sure you do hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Jump in the comment section. The chat is open right now uh, as far as the live chat. So jump in there if you're watching. Uh, let us know your thoughts on this class, uh, who you're excited about, uh, who you uh, wish we could sign but uh, haven't signed. Uh, um, I guess your wish list is, is how I could put it. But uh, we're excited about this class. We've been talking about it for, for well over an hour now. Uh, and we're going to be here with you for another hour or so and uh we're just excited to be doing this hopefully next year we'll kind of have a, a better production of, uh, of this hopefully we each can get off again from work uh for the entire day and and kind of have a, a big production for, for uh the early signing period so uh, but we do appreciate those have who have been tuning in this uh, this entire broadcast uh we're excited to be doing this it's a lot of fun appreciate everybody watching uh jake uh now that you are back, it looks like you've got you a snack. Uh uh, I don't blame you. My my stomach is over here growling. Um but I'm gonna weather through it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a trooper. I did I did go away from the water. Got me uh they're not uh, we, we the official sponsor of the Tide Talk podcast, Dr. Pepper. Uh mm. hopefully one day that'd be great. Um I got one of those.
1: I got my moonshine. No, I'm just getting hey. this with water. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh but uh, no, we're we're glad to be here, guys. Appreciate y'all watching, um, Jake. I was letting letting everybody know that that we we haven't been on podcast platform and and what that reason has been. Uh, we're going back to being independent podcasters away from from the podcast network for no reason other than uh, just wanting to be out on our own again. Uh, Believe was great to us. Uh, no complaints there. Just uh, wanted to get back on our own because there were certain limitations uh, as far as uh, what Believe uh, did with us, but we we have a, we had a great time with Believe. Uh, they're they're great people to work with. So yes, but, and I, I told them that we're, we're going to be working hand in hand with the Y'all's Conference Network. Uh, you know, with Stephen Willis, Corey Burton, uh, all those guys over there. So uh, of course, Jake already does a show with those guys. Uh, and then hopefully uh, you might be seeing uh, Jake and myself on another show for the Y'all's Conference Network coming up. So just uh, stay yeah. tuned for that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, um, back, I think it was right before uh, football season, uh, Stephen, I did a preview show on Stephen's uh, podcast. It was the uh, Palmcast, as he called mm-hmm. it, uh, uh, the previewing the Alabama team for the year. And then a few days later, he, he approached me about doing a show on on his on his uh, network, and I did that. Um, and uh, then uh, I I got in on uh, the SEC at the Dark, which he produces with Corey and Jeb. And then I got added into that lineup. And uh, yeah. then then us four those guys we we decided to create our own. Uh, conference uh, network and that's the golf conference network and uh, we have been echoing as if you follow us here on youtube you see all the different streams of different people uh you know the believe in the georgia dogs the uh dgd podcast uh, there's several others of course as you see at the dark it's always on there as well and uh that that's what we're doing in that in that network we're all echoing each other and it's helped driving uh driving new people to to all of these platforms and all of these other podcasts and it's and it's great. So uh, you know, right. we're excited to be a part of it. Uh we're gonna be starting that in the new year. And um, you know, just just a good time for not only us uh at the y'all's conference, but TI Talk as well, man. You know, yeah. we we've been doing this, gosh, was it we're coming up on year four now. I think August will I be think the so. August will be four so. years. And um you can get you can still listen to our old stuff i believe uh yeah. like on and and i mean i still can't talk good but you know that very first episode me and states to go back and and i mean we were scared <laughs> to death you know if, doing, if
0: y'all want to laugh if y'all want to yeah. laugh guys go back and listen to our pilot episode yes um,
1: um i mean I've, I've had some corny stuff i called and and, and I ought to be crucified for this but i called montana fouts our queen <laughs> I hiccuped up and called her Hannah Montana a- accidentally and, and I about got crucified, but, uh, and I, I well deserved it, but I don't know why Hannah Montana was on my mind. I've not watched that show since I was like 10. And so, and I'm 30 now, so I don't know what the crap happened, but, uh, it, it just, you know, a floor slip as they call it. And I'm, you know, but, uh, Two country boys doing this, you know, I never yeah. thought we'd be as well, big as we are. And it's great, you know, we're happy to be here.
0: Yeah, this this has really exceeded uh, both of our expectations when we first started this. We, we, and we still do it for this reason. But the reason we started it was just because we love talking about album football. And that's, mm-hmm. that's still the main reason. But a reason that we've continued to do it is because of the success of the show. And and how much fun it is to interact with with all the fans of the show, and uh, if we could put into words how much we appreciate each of you guys, I, I wish I could do that, but I, I can't do that. But we we greatly appreciate everybody that that tunes into us, and you know you know makes us a part of, of their day, and uh, it just really means a lot, and it's afforded to each of us different opportunities. Like Jake, like Jake mentioned, he's been afforded the opportunity to to work with steven there on the Yaws conference network with you know sec after dark and best of the west and mm-hmm. um and it's afforded me opportunities uh, outside of, of podcasting and uh you know I, I i i write now for uh for roll tide wire which is a part of the usa today network so yeah just it's afforded us great opportunities and um who would have thought that that it's it would have gotten to this point you know just a, a couple of years ago when we like Jake mentioned, just a couple country boys from North Alabama uh, started an Alabama podcast. But uh, here we are, and and it's really mostly because of you guys, and uh, yep. we really appreciate you know everybody that that makes Tide Talk podcast a part of their life.
1: Yeah, and and we we started out uh, talking about Alabama football because that is king around here, and we both love our Crimson Tide football. But we also talk about the other sports as well. I mean. You know, we talk about the basketball team and their success under Nate Oaks. I know they kind of struggled last night, but I kind of, I kind of seen that, seen that forthcoming just because. Uh, but I mean, we had a three-game stretch there where we played Gonzaga and Houston, two top four or final four participants, and yeah. Alabama beat both of them. So, I mean, if you're upset about this Memphis loss, don't be, because the team's fine. Yeah. You know, and uh, and Nate Oates is, is a great coach, and uh, and he's gonna get them on the right track leading up into uh, the SEC play. Uh, really excited about that. We're gonna have a lot of episodes uh, coming up about that. But you know, like I said, football is king around here, and that's what uh, we mainly talk about. But you know, we we touch on the baseball team. Uh, Brad Bohan has done an amazing job with with that group. Patrick Murphy still leading the softball team, and they're really they're always you know in the college world series it seems like or <laughs> fighting for it so you know it, we always say it's a great time to be a bama fan and uh, and it's and it's true but uh we, we love talking about all alabama sports so um and that that's what drives us i don't know if if we could have started a podcast back in uh the the mock years because i don't know <laughs> I'd, I'd have been miserable and you know it i don't know it wouldn't be that much fun to talk about
0: but, was there even such thing as podcasting?
1: I probably not. I mean, we sh- <laughs> I guess we're showing our age a little bit, but yeah, but yeah, we, uh, we got into a good network now. Uh, believe was an amazing, uh, they're, they're great as well, but we felt like, uh, just because I was already a part of it and, and, and the yeah. trans and the, they're on the up and up y'all's conferences. So it was a good time to, to jump on on board and those guys steven cory all the guys over there have been uh responded well to it so we're very excited about it
0: yeah they're they're great dudes
1: uh mm-hmm. cory loves uh, his his bulldogs and and steven loves his uh his Omus uh well they're not rebels anymore the land shards <laughs> so
0: that's so weird
1: i know i don't
0: I think there's still the rebels. I just don't think they can have the mascot of a rebel. Yeah. I
1: think you're right about that, which is weird. I don't know why. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We could talk all day about that.
0: Yeah. Hey uh, guys, if you're watching now, uh, we still show to have several people watching. Um, First of all, uh, my dog is apparently it's, it's, it's it's potty break time for him. So I'm going to let him out and let Jake uh, take over for just a few minutes while I do that. And, uh, He'll, uh, he'll guide the show for the next couple minutes.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> um, appreciate uh, all you guys uh, joining us. Uh, we're really excited to be doing this today. Um, but, yeah, uh, so far, Alabama's got a lot of good recruits uh, uh, committed and uh, have signed their letter of intent. Uh, hearing about uh, roughly about uh, 40 minutes or so, 40, 45, Shaz Preston been the next guy up. Uh, we, we really feel like he's going to sign with Alabama um, but man it's it's been a it's been a great day so far and um, uh, you know another guy when we talked about him um, you know Sean Murphy looks like he's gonna be he's gonna be a stud um, we're still waiting on on word on uh, the Jaheim Otis um, there's a report out excuse me there's a report out that he has signed uh, his his um, Letter of intent to Alabama, but there was only one report on that, so I'm not 100% sure uh, if that is uh, true or not. Um, but, uh, oh, Stacey's already back. <laughs> that, was, that was a quick potty break. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got that big fenced-in you- yard, so you can uh, you can just let him out, let him roam free for a while. Yep. He ain't been trying to dig any holes, has he tried to get out?
0: No, has no. He- okay, good. No, he's he, good. he's – He's pretty good dog.
1: Good. I got mine in here with me now. She's just looking up <laughs> at me like because she was actually napping when I come in here. So she's probably upset that I woke her up. Now she's wanting me to go back in there. But um Oh, I shut the door too far. Go ahead, go on out. But but yeah, I was just uh I was just reiterating that uh we've already had a lot of good uh good signees. Uh we still only had that one report of uh Jaheim Otis uh, signed his letter of intent, so we don't—we're not one hundred percent sure if that's true or not. Uh, but um, you know, that, that's pretty much what what all I've been been saying. I've not seen anything on, on besides that one article about Otis, so I'm not one hundred percent sure what the deal is on that. <laughs> Looks like a. Uh, now Lee Kelly, uh, he was supposed to commit here at one. He still is not committed yet. I don't know what the holdup is on that. Um, but um, looks like, uh, like I said, Shaz Preston will be the next guy for us. And then after that, guys will probably uh, will probably wrap up. Um, you know, I've, I'm getting a little, little, little uh, dry mouth over here. Got, got my water to <laughs> me, you know help a little bit. I drink. I, I try to drink about about two or three of these a day. It's like a thirty ounce. So you know, at night I don't get no sleep anymore because I'm up all night. <laughs> so, but is really good. I, I pretty much uh, changed my diet in a little bit. All I do is drink water now and uh, and drink black coffee. So and uh, I may drink a glass or two of half and half tea at lunch, and that's that's it. I'm water the rest of the time. So.
0: you know just kind of projecting the the class rankings um mm-hmm. if things go the way they you know look to be going alabama will probably finish at two or three a&m has a great shot of finishing uh with the top ranked class there's there's a lot of good kids that they're they're signing for whatever reason i mean they went 8 and 4 i don't know what these guys are Seeing there, but uh, uh, people are gonna say, Well, they bid Alabama okay once in 10 years. Let's let's just
1: and, Al- and, and Alabama's in the playoffs, they're not. So, I mean, did, did I? I saw something this morning, it may have just been, but but there was talk about maybe Nolan, Walter Nolan, their commit could be decommitting and going somewhere.
0: I didn't yeah, know if that not, was true he, or not. He's not signing today. Um,
1: yeah, that's what so-
0: it was. I guess it's still up in the air.
1: Who, who was he down to between A&M and who?
0: Um, it, Alabama was involved. Tennessee was involved.
1: Um, I think Tennessee L- is where they the, the L- in. LSU, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's from Tennessee, I think, ain't Yeah, he?
0: yeah, he's from Tennessee.
1: So, yeah. That might be something to keep an eye on in the next couple of days, too, because if they lose him – their their ranking probably drop a little bit because he was the number one defense tackle in the in the nation, yeah. ain't he? Yeah. So,
0: a, a guy that can make a big difference either way uh, is a guy named Anthony Lucas, um, a, a defensive lineman from uh, Nevada or Arizona. One, Arizona, Arizona, um, somewhere out west. Um, he announces at three thirty p.m. Central time. So. Uh, i would say right now it's probably 70 30 he's going to a&m over alabama but i mean it's hard to you don't count on nick Saban until that ain't tries so
1: yeah and he's from scottsdale arizona
0: i knew it was one of those places
1: yep uh yeah they uh it's pretty much between uh Alabama and a uh, and M at this point, uh, I think Notre Dame was on him early and they've kind of cooled off a little bit. So, um, you know, that, that could be another guy to keep an eye out, uh, as a, as a Bama fan, but yeah, I'm not going to count it. Saving out of any of anything. I mean, like, like we mentioned earlier, you, you seen what happened there. Hey, yeah. there's, there's my wife, Cassie. Uh,
0: I oh, took Cassie. off
1: so so she can uh, so she can work today no I'm just you know, I'm just kidding she uh, um, so glad you're here uh, I bet she's on uh, yeah it's her lunch lunch break so um, thank you for uh, for joining Cass um, I'm sure you missed a lot of the show because I don't think you got lunch until uh, one but uh, but uh, glad you uh, you jumped on uh, she texted me earlier and asked what I was doing I said I'm doing a podcast so She decided to jump on real quick. Uh. I don't, I'm trying to, I keep getting notifications galore, but nothing major. Same here. Nothing, nothing new. Um. um, nothing that I'm saying nothing nothing breaking
0: right um, let's see saying like right now, after Perry's uh commitment with Alabama it moved them to the uh to on threes consent to number one in on three- cons- uh, consensus team rankings Mm-hmm. so a uh, and um, is second, and Georgia is third.
1: Uh I'm just looking to see if there's been any movement on the crystal ball per se. Um, uh give. I got a guy from work calling me. Give me a. Give me five. I'll, be, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. That's fine.
0: All right, as Jake steps away for a few moments. Uh, for his real job at duties. Um, once again, just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we're we're really just hanging on to uh, to wait until around two o'clock for Shaz Preston to make his announcement. Uh, the really talented uh, uh receiver prospect from Louisiana. So we're hanging on for that. Uh, hopefully, uh, Nick Saban can can finish the job there. I feel really good about this guy, but. Uh, you can never tell with with uh, a Louisiana prospect. So we'll see if Alabama can pull him in at 2 o'clock Central Time, 3 Eastern. So that's what we're hanging out for. Uh, like we mentioned, the chat is open for, for anything that you would like to talk about. Cassidy says, I hate we got beat last night in basketball. Yeah, tough night last night, real tough. But we talked about that a little bit. And the fact that, you know, the team was coming off the, the big wins against Gonzaga and Houston, they looked a little tired um they were a little out of sync uh, memphis is a really talented team they have you know a talented roster as anybody else in the country i know their record would not indicate that but you know they're a young team that is just littered with with nba prospects so uh wasn't going to be an easy win for alabama regardless so they were they, they looked a little tired they looked a little off and uh but the good news is basketball season is a long season and uh alabama will have uh, plenty of opportunities to reconcile uh, that, so uh, uh, nothing really lost there for for Alabama. Y'all, y'all, right. oh, Jake has made it back.
1: And <laughs> sorry, when 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 you're off, you still get phone calls you have to take. So it's just, all the time. It is what it is. So, but uh, but all is good now, and uh, I, I'm back. And we're we got we're right around 30, 35 minutes until Preston uh uh Preston announces. So we're gonna try to keep this train rolling until then. Um
0: I'll be honest with you, Jake. If if Alabama could finish the day with Preston, Little and uh and Jihad Campbell, I would be more than more than happy.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Now I would uh, I would love to get Shamar James, and if they get Shamar James, um, I think that would be a big time for Alabama.
1: The, the three guys you, you first mentioned, though, if we end the day with just those guys, I'm perfectly fine with that. And then yeah. any, anybody after that is just is great as well. So, uh, but if we can if we can finish, if we fi- we're going to finish strong. Within three guys, more than you know, likely so. Um, but uh, anybody after that, that that you may see flip, or you may that we didn't think we might get, because there's always one of those. Every seems like every class, there's somebody that well, you know, I'll Alabama just not. There's just I just don't see Alabama's going to get them. and then like I'm signing with University of Alabama, and like oh okay, you know, always one or two of those in every class, so. Uh, We we might still have that. Um, So we we, we will see. Uh, Let's see. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that's my dog.
0: (laughs) No, that's no worries. No worries.
1: Uh, I think she wants some more food. (laughs) Come here. Oh, man. Um, I Yeah, I'm not seeing – I was looking at the crystal Ball target projections. I don't see anything moving per se. Right.
0: Right now. Well, I, I'll be honest with you. I feel pretty confident the album is going to finish with, with Preston, Little, and Campbell. I mm-hmm. I, I feel good about all, all three of those guys. Um, I think it's too hard to tell on Lucas, Marvin Jones Jr., and uh, – the, and and maybe a guy like Kendrick Law who who doesn't announce until Friday, but um, I just I don't I don't have the feeling that Shamar James will, will end up in Alabama. I feel like he's going to go to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, a mobile kid. Uh, but you know, we've went to Georgia and got some of their kids before too. So
1: oh yeah, absolutely. Dang. I just I just looked over I just flipped over and uh since we was talking about basketball, I was seeing the 22, 2022 commitments for basketball. Brandon Miller and Jaden Bradley are both five stars. That is yeah. wow. They've got you know, I'm used to looking at, at their best of our crew and only seeing two and three star guys. <laughs> Maybe once four star in a, in a class. All of them are four stars size, four or five stars besides one one guy so far.
0: Yeah, the JUCO wow. kid.
1: Yeah, holy mess. Anyway, oh, but uh, we're uh, we're going to press on here. Uh, we're getting closer to uh, Shaz uh, Preston's uh, recruitment or his uh, his decision uh, decision. And uh, more than likely, it's going to be Alabama. I don't see anything uh, changing that. I don't see you know late any kind of involvement from anybody. So I think we're going to be good on that, Alabama fans.
0: Yeah, just looking at, at at the list here, I think by the time Friday uh, ends, album you could see between now at what is it um, one thirty on Wednesday between one thirty on Wednesday till Friday afternoon at about three, I could see album landing Shaz Preston, Earl Little Jr., Jihad Campbell, and Kendrick Law. Now Kendrick Law is another Louisiana kid who you cannot count out for his in-state school, but.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a little tougher to tell than, than maybe what Preston is, but I do like Alabama's chances.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Rivals has um, – right now has Shash Preston as a 90% going to Alabama and 10% to LSU. So, uh, that looks really, 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 really good for, for Alabama here in, here in a few minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, I just want to say this real quick. If you if, if you don't mind me
0: saying, go. You say whatever you want to say.
1: As bad as a rap, and, and I'm one one of, have been one of the most outspoken people of um, of Pete Golding on his coaching. But this year has done a lot. It's been a lot better. But his recruiting, he's recruited some high level guys for Alabama. You know, in the last couple of years, he he seems like he. He knows his stuff when it comes to recruiting and how to draw these guys here. So yeah. he's he was one of the big ones on a uh, Shaz Preston I saw. So, all
0: right, I've been texting with, with a, a source of mine, and uh, he is also being told that Otis has signed, he's waiting on one more solid confirmation. Oh, to wow. read. so okay. uh, that that's, big, I, time. I, that's I, big time. I, I, I didn't, I don't want to say I had a bad feeling, but uh, you know, I had a little. Turned into my stomach because of the push that, that Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss made late on Otis. So, uh, holding on to him could be huge because I think, I think he's a guy it, like, like we talked about earlier. If he can hold, if he can hold a good body weight, he can be a difference maker for Alabama along the defensive line.
1: Absolutely. He's, uh, he, he looks like he's going to be the real deal here in a few years. And, uh, you know we, we've got big guys on 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 campus already Tim Smith I mean that that guy's on his chance next year and uh I believe um you know he he could be he he could fit in perfectly on that defensive front yeah. Otis skin so i am uh I'm excited to get him on campus uh so um you know our your sources are are you know mm-hmm. nine out of ten times are correct so man I'm I can't, you know, I'm glad to have have that, um, you know, that that pretty much, con- you know, confirmed because, like you said, you know, I, man, Lane Kiffin wanted him real bad. And you saw the last, like, six months, he visited the campus three different times and was a part of their, I think, a camp down there just a few short weeks ago. So, but.
0: you know, one thing that our buddy uh, Stephen Willis mentioned is that uh, – you know, there's really not a lot of drama around Ole Miss uh, here on the early signing day. So um uh, that's really surprising because there's always drama around Lane Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, Lane. Don't ever change, man. I, I love Lane. He's so, you know. Um, but, you know, it's uh, – I, I, I'm glad because if there was going to be drama around that organization, it, it would probably would have – Ben Otis, and and since he did come out early and said that, I kind of felt a little bit better. So if um, if he has already signed his uh, LOI, that's great.
0: Uh, just a reminder: the chat is open. We'll be live for around another thirty minutes or so until Shaz Preston makes his official announcement. So the chat's open. Jump in there. Uh, let us know your thoughts. You know, questions, concerns, whatever it is. Um, uh, we would be happy to discuss you know, anything with you, even though this is a sign-in day special. We'll, we'll be happy to discuss whatever you'd like to t- discuss while we wait on uh, Shaz Preston's announcement. But uh, one other thing, make sure you are subscribed. Uh, if you're watching and you're not subscribed, hit, this, hit the subscribe button. It just takes a second to do that. Hit the notification bell. Give us a thumbs up, uh, and we would greatly appreciate that. Um, I know we mentioned that we're, we haven't been on podcast platform, uh, for the last uh, couple of weeks. So we'll be back on there here shortly. Uh, but you can still go find us, uh, in the podcast, you know, whether it's, you know, Apple podcasts or Spotify. Uh, if you do Apple podcasts, go down there, leave us a five-star written review. I don't care what the written review says, but make sure you leave us a five-star written review. Uh, that helps us out tremendously as well. So we, we would greatly appreciate that. And uh we love the support that we get from, from everybody that listens to us. So uh just excited to, to continue to bring new podcast episodes to you as often as possible.
1: Absolutely, man. Um according to uh the uh CBS sports, the next guy up before Shaz, uh, Derek Moore, he's up here at uh 145. Um they had a. Uh, that that Kelly guy at two, but apparently it's, I don't know what happened there. Uh, it still is not updated to where he's signed to, so I'm not sure if he if he postponed his announcement to later. Uh, like I said, neither one of those guys are, are Bama guys, but I'm just trying to keep keep you guys up to date. What you know, what's coming up, uh, you know, within the next ten minutes here, and then of course we got about twenty minutes, twenty twenty five for uh, Shaz.
0: Yeah, and, and Shaz will be on ESPN two. That's where his announcement will be made, so uh, at uh, 2 p.m. Central time. So, uh, we're really looking forward to that.
1: Absolutely. That looks like another guy who can, uh, who, who can become one of those stud wide receivers yep. for us in a few years.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a mixture to me between a, a John Mechie and a, a Devontae Smith as far as his build. Um, That's the type of player he is. Uh, more of a possession guy than just a home run threat, but he's talented enough to, to do either one. So uh, I really like Preston. I think he could be a, a a big time player for Alabama in the future.
1: Absolutely. A lot of uh, got or already got, uh, you know, Kobe coming in. Now we're going to have uh, Shaz. And we have seen the last couple of years how uh, freshmen have made an impact at wide receivers. So uh, I know there's a lot, a lot of talent there right now, but. I wouldn't count out one of them guys getting in, you know, in the starting role, you know, next year if, if if their name is called.
0: Well, the wide receiver class is, is, is really interesting because, you know, they're all between 5'9 and 5'11. And if Preston signs, he would obviously be the big guy, mm-hmm. the big possession guy at one ninety. But uh, they're all around 5'9, five, 5'10, five, 170 pounds or so. Right. And, uh, you know, when you talk about Aaron Anderson, Kobe Prentice, uh, uh, Isaiah Bond, uh, they're all, you know, kind of in that mold. So, and I know I'm missing somebody, but um, this uh, – it's 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 kind of crazy because last year's class you saw guys like Ja'Cory Brooks, Ajay Hall who were, you know, 6'2 or 6'3. Uh, the class before that had a guy like Treshawn Holden. So, it looks like Saban's trying to find some smaller, quicker players uh, because – You see, when against these great elite defenses like Georgia, when you got a guy with some speed, it's hard to coach that. So, so that means it's hard to coach against it. So, yeah, uh, I I think Saban's trying to uh, expose some some uh, deficiencies in, in in other teams' defenses. So,
1: and that's why he's the mastermind. You know, we we talked about it. You know, when when everybody started going to this hurry up top top offense and and alabama still had that dominating defense you know he told the college football world he said okay you want do you want to move to this new style of offense because if you want to then then i'm going to do it as well and i'm gonna beat y'all with it now he got he got the the uh the quarterbacks you know coming in you know the the accurate accurate quarterbacks as we called them we had you know Beefed up offensive linemen, and, and you know, and we just started, you know, running that, that not not up tempo, hurry up type deal, but but more, speeding the game up a little bit and scoring at will on people. And and now people was getting mad about Alabama doing that. Well, I mean, Saban told you, say, if you want me to start doing it, I'm going to start doing it, and, and y'all, y'all not going to like it. And he's made people pay for it so far. Yeah. Um. Let's see here.
0: Just making sure we're not missing any updates from from throughout the landscape of college football. Um.
1: Uh, um apparently uh Kelly has postponed his comp- uh, his commitment uh, because now it's not even showing up on their on their uh, board uh, he isn't so I'm not sure what happened there so that I don't even know who who he was intending to go to
0: yeah not really sure uh, it's hard enough to keep up with the guys who are uh, interested in Alabama much less, I know, so
1: for sure yep see
0: we're closing in on 15 minutes from uh, shaz preston's decision so hopefully uh, Alabama can can uh, get his signature uh, and add to this uh, current class that's ranked number one you know uh, in the country so really excited about about what's happening right now
1: absolutely all right let's see getting getting closer to uh, to Shaz's time. And, um, man, I'm uh, – and, and then, of course, like, we, we still got some guys uh, later on this evening. Um, but, um, you know, there's, there's still time for, for Alabama to, to land a couple more guys uh, outside of Preston. So. Uh, let's see. Um, what, uh, we haven't really talked much about him, um, but, um, you may, you may mention a little bit, but how do you feel, uh, you know, about, um, Jalil Skinner? Uh, how, how do you, how do you think he's going to work out, uh, in, you know, in the future in Alabama?
0: I, I think he's, he's going to be a great tight end for Alabama. Um, he is a, but tight end's another position that's so hard to project because, uh, at the high school level, they're so much bigger and faster than, than the guys they play against that um, it just makes it really tough to, to gauge. Um, so, uh, and I do have confirmation now that that uh, Jaheim Otis has indeed uh, signed with Alabama. 14 minutes ago, uh, he, he he signed officially, uh, and this is from uh, from Gary Burton who works for uh, WJTV. Uh, there in Jackson, Mississippi. So he was there to cover it, verified account. Um, so uh, big-time news there.
1: Man, that is huge. That is – that's awesome. That's a big-time pickup on that defensive line. I just I just can't believe nobody, you know, hadn't been, been put out yet. But you said that was just 14 minutes ago when he – Correct, when he, did. Okay. when
0: he tweeted that it was 14 minutes ago.
1: I figured I figured that would have been more, you know, more talked about nationally because I mean, like you said, he's a four, four, or guy. Well, guys, if, so,
0: if he had been uncommitted today, that's true. That's true. yeah, but he's been he's been a, a pledge to Alabama, her commitment for Alabama for some time now. So, okay, uh, that would be why he didn't receive a lot of national re- uh, recognition <laughs> leading up to his announce, or to his, his signing.
1: Just looking at a few things, don't see anything major coming down the pipeline at this moment.
0: I'm going I'm to ask a question to those watching the live the live stream right now: Is there anybody? That is not an album of a fan that's watching right now.
1: This is a good question. How about the to know. <laughs> and thank y'all for hanging out with us for nearly two hours. For sure. You know.
0: I can barely put up with Jake for two minutes, much less two hours.
1: <laughs> that that's the truth. Yeah, have a lot of people uh, tell me that. <laughs> they tell me that at work all the time. That's why I just stay in my little cubicle all day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I figure once, uh, once everything gets processed, uh, the album of. Uh, football uh, twitter account will will have talk about uh otis on there and, and it showed up yet so what
0: i what i'm betting has happened is i bet he he did send his his signed letter of intent early this morning but he just held his his kind of a ceremony this afternoon you know so yeah. people at school could be there and all that type of stuff so yeah i that's imagine that's probably what happened so uh, they're probably just waiting. The school album was probably just waiting for for that to officially happen before he, before they released their graphic, you know, announcing him as as one of their signees.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: We're closing in about ten, twelve minutes now. Uh, Shaz Preston will make his decision. So, uh, getting excited, man. I, I, th- th- this would be a good pickup for Alabama.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's gonna it's gonna be gonna be good. Um, Just seeing, um, yeah, okay, yeah, Gary Burton Jr. I just seen that, so uh, he has signed with Alabama. So there we go. I'm starting to see it more now. So yes, it is it is official.
0: Uh as we anxiously await Shaz Preston. Um uh Jake, let's talk for a few minutes about just a quick look at, at Cincinnati and and what you think uh might happen there uh in the Cotton Bowl Classic.
1: Yeah. Um you know, if Alabama plays their game. They're going to steamroll Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got a good team, but, I mean, honestly, have they played anybody that that is the top caliber as Alabama? I don't think Notre Dame is that team, and I know they beat them, but Alabama's a different animal when they're playing their, their game, and we saw that just a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I can see Cincy keeping it close, maybe the first quarter and a half, and then maybe by halftime starting the third quarter, Alabama just starts rolling away with it. Uh, but I can also see Alabama taking the ball and destroying them from the get-go. You know, I just I just don't think since he has seen the speed and seen the players like Alabama has. I mean, I know they hadn't seen anybody with J-Mo's speed at all this year.
0: So, no, they had they hadn't seen J-Mo, so they hadn't seen anybody yeah, with his kind of speed yet.
1: Exactly. So how did like like you said, you can't you can't coach somebody to cover a guy who can outrun your defense. So, right, right. I mean, unless you leave, but I mean, we saw it uh, in the uh, in the Georgia game. They they tried to leave a a safety over the top on it. He still outran the safety and the corner. Yeah, uh, on that touchdown pass. So, I mean, once he gets past you, and he's got, and now Mac is or not Mac, but uh, Bryce is throwing an an accurate, you know, deep ball, it, it could it could get get ugly early.
0: Now I'll say this: The Cincinnati has a couple of really good corners. They do. Uh, so that that's going to be an interesting, interesting matchup because uh, John Mechie's not going to be playing. So uh, okay. who who is there to kind of play Robin to uh, Jamos Batman? So is it going to be Ja'Cory Brooks? Is it going to be Sean Holding? Is it is it going to be JoJo Earl who could possibly be back for for then? Uh, what do they do with Slay Bolden in the slot? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, could we even see a guy like Jaleel Billingsley play, play more out wide? We've seen him play there several times this season. So uh, I'm anxious to see what the coaching staff does uh, with the absence of John Mechie offensively. Uh, can the offensive line continue the success they had against Georgia as far as being, being able to communicate well, make the right calls, uh, you know, be in the right assignments? Because if they do that against Cincinnati, they'll be able to run the ball they'll be able to protect Bryce. And, and and if those two things happen, Jake, uh, Alabama will have their way with Cincinnati. Now, when, when Cincinnati has the ball, it's a little bit different. Desmond Ritter is a guy who can make plays with, with both yeah. his arms and his legs. Jerome Ford is a back who, who obviously was at Alabama at one point in time. So we know how talented he is. Uh, they have a, a receiver that's, you know, I think six, three or six, four. So that's a tough matchup for, for one-on-one matchups. So, uh, they, they'll be able to make a few plays here and there, but I'm with you. I think over a four-quarter contest, it's going to be hard for a team like Cincinnati uh, who, who despite the fact that they do have some talented guys, you know, sprinkled throughout their roster, they don't have the depth. They don't have the, the physicality, uh, the, the team speed that Alabama has. So I think over a four-quarter contest – Alabama can wear Cincinnati down and really control the narrative of that game for, for, you know, at least a half of it or, or maybe, you know, two thirds.
1: Absolutely. And you, you talked about depth. Um, you know, that's what Alabama has done to a lot of, uh, depth depleted teams this year. You know, they, they wear you out come fourth quarter, just like the Tennessee game. I mean, Tennessee kept it close for three quarters, but then that fourth quarter, I mean, they had no no dudes left that wasn't gassed on that defensive front, and we started we started having our way with them. So, you know, I I don't, you know, I know I know pretty much all America won't, wants to see Alabama get beat here, but <laughs> I just don't see it. And you know, we could have another matchup, which that's another thing America does not want a matchup between two SEC teams in the in the national championship game. But uh, we're you know, it could definitely happen.
0: What, what what do you see happening there uh, in the, uh, the 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 matchup between Georgia and Michigan?
1: I mean, if Michigan watches that game film that Alabama has laid out on how to beat how to beat Georgia, they have a chance. I don't think they can do it because they don't they don't have the studs Alabama has. They Aiden Hudson is good, but he's not a Will Anderson. He can't. I don't think he's going to be in the backfield or or disrupt the play like Will Anderson does every single play. It seems like Will Anderson disrupts every single play, you know, uh, whether he's in the backfield or whether he's, you know, just just reading where the running back's going and and makes a great tackle. Uh, I don't think Hutchinson is good, but he's not Will Anderson. Um, And uh, McNamara, he's a good quarterback. He's not Bryce Young, you know. And, and they do run the ball with some with some success so you know if they can get through the front seven and and have success in the secondary running the ball getting the second and third level in the second you know uh, running the ball it could become a bad day but Georgia's just too talented I think Georgia overall is gonna going to win and uh, it they may win by 14 17 points
0: okay. Um, I, I have a feeling this game could go a lot like the, we thought the Alabama Georgia game could go
1: mm-hmm. where it's,
0: you know, 24, 21, 24, 20, 27, 21, somewhere along the, I think it's going to play uh, more in that ballpark. Um And I, I think Georgia probably wins because they're more talented, right? more team speed. But uh I think Michigan will probably throw everything they have at them oh, yeah. uh, and make it a contest. But, uh, I do think Georgia will um, prevail in that contest.
1: Yeah, um, and you know the the New Year's Bowls. There's a lot of, I mean, a lot of good. You know, we're gonna have have a preview show. A lot yeah. of good good games. You know, to to watch. And don't don't the first like bowl game start here within the next couple of days? Friday, really yeah, Friday. Friday. So
0: you Northern know the Illinois. Uh, no, Toledo I can't somebody, I coastal know, Carolina something
1: so there's still, there's a lot of football to be watching in the next like three weeks so all yes. leading up to to the the, the showdown uh, more than likely gonna be Alabama and Georgia for the national championship again
0: ah uh, that's that's what I'm feeling um mm-hmm. sorry America
1: hey I mean if you don't want us up there beat us as simple as that. But you can't because you have how, how would
0: you how would you feel about a rematch?
1: I mean I, I I'll be fine with it, but my question is what is Georgia gonna how are they going to adjust, you know, because what we did, we we played our game on on the offense. We played a lot better, but it's the same as that, you know, we just finally executed a whole lot better. Offensive line played outstanding. We're going to have to do that again against them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we play our game and they make zero adjustments, it's going to end up being 41-24 again.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – I just don't see how Georgia can think they're going to win when when they're not elite at quarterback. No. Nope. And when they don't have a guy like a Jamison Williams or John Mechie out wide. Look. Right. Their their tight end is yeah. as good a tight end as there is in 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 college football, but uh, it, it's hard if if that's your main guy. It's hard to be elite on offense that way. That's so, right. um, so I I just I just feel like 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 I mentioned before the SEC championship game, Jake. I, in these type games, I go with the team that has the elite quarterback,
1: elite quarterback, and the, and the best coach. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's it, saving. And and you know By the
0: way, speaking of Georgia, and if there's any Georgia fans watching, I'm sorry, but my goodness, you know, Devontae Smith was known as the Slim Reaper for the last five years. They they sign a guy today and they and their Twitter people over at Georgia call him the Slim Reaper. I mean, um, like good grief, when does it stop?
1: Right. Copycats. <laughs> I mean Kirby trying trying his best to be saving. Trying to beat him too, and he can't do it. And I think that's what George's downfall is. Kirby wants to beat Saban so bad, and it and he just gets goofy with some of his play calls in in the game. You know, I mean, we send the fourth and eleven play, you know, stuff like that. It's just you know he just he just wants to beat Saban so bad, and and that right there is his downfall. You know, he he don't. I guess that, that's a good passion and drive to have, but. You know, it's 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 not it's not working right now because Saban's beat them on and what the last four or five occasions they played against each other, last right. four I think. Right. So, so we're right here at um, Shaz. Of course, it'll probably be about ten minutes after. <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: they, Shaz they... Preston should be coming up any moment now on ESPN two. That's where I told he was going to be committing at. So uh, we're keeping an eye on that. So we'll see what happens there. Currently they're showing uh, Steph Curry and how he passed uh Ray Allen uh for the most three points ma- three-pointers made uh in NBA history, so that's pretty neat. I,
1: I don't think anybody I mean Curry's is like th- like 31, 32. He,
0: he's done it in almost almost half as many games as it took Ray Allen.
1: Yeah, and he so I mean he's still got potentially four or five more mm-hmm. years left. I don't think anybody's going to going to break that record because I mean he's still going to shoot threes from 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 Egypt to make them.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean I think he is he's probably 30, ain't he 32? Yeah.
1: So I mean, yeah, he's still got four to five years of playing time, maybe more. Of
0: of, of good basketball lifting him probably. Because yeah. he's he's in good shape.
1: Right. I don't know if yeah, that won't that ever be broken. I didn't think anybody was ever going to break Ray Allen's record, but he come on the scene and you
0: know Unreal. And it's a it different is. era. It's a different era, but he's He's the greatest shooter of all time. There ain't no doubt oh, about it.
1: I mean, that's he can spot up with somebody in his face, or 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 do a, a step back and just drain them. I mean, it don't even touch rim. It's all bottom of the net. I mean, it, it's insane the deadly accuracy talking about that he's got.
0: Hey, you want to talk about the clash rankings? How about Missouri and Eli Drakewitz? I mean, they're one, they're top ten, top twelve in the that country. That's, that's shocking. That, that's insane.
1: And they only won, what, six games this year? Yep. Well, they got a bowl game, so they could potentially win seven. But, you know, I think uh, Kentucky's had a really good class. Um, they, um, you know, so that, that's good. And and they also got to extend their coach, which I was hoping Sto- Stoops would have stayed there because he, he just fits that program.
0: Yep, I agree. I agree. So,
1: um, I mean – they they may be number two in the West or the East for the next couple of years uh, because Florida's down right now. Billy Napier was a great hire. It's going to take him a couple of years to build that build that back up at the monstrosity that has got a,
0: that, Yeah, he's got you know. to build a roster, man. Their roster yeah, weak. It is. Uh, there's there's some guys sprinkled in there, Jake. But to compete in the SEC, he's going to have to build that roster. So. It's you going to know, take him some time. And I hope they can yeah. be patient with him, man. I mean, I know. I, I'm not sure they gave McIlwain enough time.
1: I don't think they did either. And you talk – and what disappointed me most, and I believe it was in the – it was in the Missouri game. And uh, what is that Missouri kid's name that's so good that the running back, that's pretty much their whole offense. I can't think yeah. of his name right now. But on one of those, those – uh is in the overtime – Brandon Cox had his hand on him and didn't – after that, and he just went on to buy. He just he just stopped. He never ma- no. tried to make a play or anything. That team just gave up on, you know, and, and I mean, I guess for obvious reasons, but you can't have that negativity in the locker no. room. So, either yeah. that's going to have to change or Cox needs to be hitting the door and, tell, and Billy Napier needs to be telling him to find some way to play because you yeah. don't want that bad apple on the team, especially when yeah. you're trying to rebuild. Exactly. So exactly.
0: Well, we're like we said, we're closing in on on Preston's decision. It should be within the next five minutes or so. So we're excited about that. I guess the biggest news of the day uh, is is the fact that uh, Travis Hunter uh, yeah. was who was originally That's committed to FSU uh, ha, has signed with Jackson State and That's Deion Sanders. So Deion Sanders making a splash. Hunter signs a massive one and a half million dollar uh, NIL deal with. Uh, with Barstool Sports. So, welcome to the new age of college football.
1: That's right. And what's insane was uh, Mount Norvell got got his contract extension yesterday. He loses out on his number one recruit today, and there was a, what they call spaces in Twitter, that was saying Matt, fire two, Matt Norvell. Yeah. And
0: over 2,000 people were in it.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I mean, 24-hour difference. It's crazy. Why,
0: why would they give him an extension?
1: I don't know. I don't. He's done a lot better. He had a better year this year. I know they they laid an egg against Florida, but I mean Willie Taggart did not do anything to help that program no, in the long run. No. So that was a bad hire to begin with. Norvell's done a little bit better, but I, I wouldn't give him an extension. I think he had like another year on his contract. See what he done this year, and then you know this coming up year, and then extend him, but. I don't know I, I would try to go out to somebody else if, if they're that desperate and again maybe they thought the extension would help keep hunter, hunter there too yeah. i don't know but maybe there's a lot of rumblings that we hadn't heard about since we're not in that in that circle that he was thinking about committing elsewhere and yeah they commit from them so who knows But you was talking about the new age of, of football. I mean, you can almost go to a recruit now. Back 20 years ago, you couldn't do this. Now you can and say, here's your blank check. How much? What is it going to take to get you to come to University of Colorado or right. University yeah. of USC, Alabama? Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't – I mean, it is what it is now. I know a lot of people was happy about it because we're going to finally get a new college football game, but – I, I just don't know how it's gonna work out in the long run I mean you're going you're gonna have the number one recruits go to small schools like that you know
0: but well uh, you know uh, I tell you look I, I want the kids to be able to to get paid for name image and likeness but right I mean you, you opened up a can of worms when 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 this happened so right yeah I mean yeah. play stupid games you win stupid prizes
1: oh yeah. I mean if you can buy their jersey they ought to be able to get something I and mean, we've been buying jerseys for years yeah and they haven't been able to get anything so
0: but see but and that's fine but where does it end
1: right exactly
0: where does it end
1: it doesn't look like there's no end in two now right now yeah Should be getting close. I'm trying to, I ain't seen anything, not seen anything new come up. Um,
0: by the way, uh while I'm here, uh, YouTube TV is having a dispute with uh, with Disney which means that if Friday it, it doesn't get fixed up, I will not have ESPN and, and Disney and all that anymore. So uh, if somebody from YouTube TV is watching this, get your act <laughs> together and get that fixed. Or yeah. you're you're going to lose millions of customers. Yeah. There's yeah, literally probably true. 20 to 25 people at my work that have YouTube TV, and every one of them says I'm dropping it if they drop ESPN.
1: What's the dispute about?
0: Just I'm sure it's over money, Jake.
1: Mm -hmm. that's true
0: well shaz preston is about to make his announcement he has uh, georgia lsu southern university and alabama and looks like another hat on there on the table maybe texas um so uh to find out where preston uh will be headed so uh anxious to see where he picks uh as soon as he makes his decision we'll 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 chat about that for a couple minutes, and then we're going to ease our way on out of here.
1: Yeah, probably more than likely going to be Alabama, but I don't foresee anything changing. uh, Roll Tide. Roll Tide.
0: So, so Shaz Preston will be signing with the University of Alabama. Uh, ESPN has him as the number three wide receiver, number 15 overall prospect. Big time. There for the Crimson Tide. The rich continue to get richer. Uh, super excited to have him in part of the class.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we talked about he could, he could make an immediate impact along with Kobe Prentice. Uh, big pickup. Um, may, maybe uh, he's, he's the next one uh, to, to come in, but uh, we still got a few more here in a couple hours, but uh, we won't be here that long. Uh, but uh, great, great to get him, and what a way to end the show having right. uh, Shaz Preston uh, commit.
0: Yeah, we we had really really good bookends at the, at the start of the show. We got the commitment from Curtis Perry. We we end the show with the commitment from from Shaz Preston. So, really good show. Appreciate everybody watching. Stay stay tuned to to uh to different uh to, to guys. Uh, Earl Junior making announcement at three p.m. Jihad Campbell at three fifteen. A couple other guys to listen uh, to watch out for is Anthony Lucas at three thirty. Shamar James at five PM. So, make sure you're you're tuning into all that. Uh, we appreciate everybody watching for this two hour live stream of National Signing Day. Uh, we're gonna hit the road now. We appreciate everybody watching. Roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide.